Alright, so for this episode, wait, Emily, you should say like why we're talking about this first. Okay. Using your terms, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. So most recently in Taiwan, I had some guy friends come visit me in Taipei, two of them, which are currently nomadic and also thinking of leaving Singapore. So both of them have leases in Singapore, but they've just full on have been traveling like 24-7 and they go back to Singapore like once every couple of months. And I brought up the idea of like, hey, let's create a nomadic men's group, right? Like only men. And it would be such a great like counterpart to Asian water women. And the feedback I got was like, no, like no men is going to come together and hang out unless there's like, <laughs> like, unless there's women. Yeah. <laughs> and they, well, I mean, like, I mean, that's what Amy in our group said, right? Like we've been having this request from women, <laughs> I would say yeah. like for last year. Of like, yes. hey, we have like an Asian female nomads group back when we were still called Asian female nomads. Can there be like an Asian male nomads group so that we can, you know, date? Because it's so hard to date as we've like talked about in our other episodes, you know? Yeah, it's definitely been a reason why I was like, oh, it would it, like, you know, like a fraternity to sorority, like, you know, sisterhood, brotherhood, whatever. But the idea, I mean, the feedback I got was no guys, like guys are very territorial. So this is what they said in their own words. Okay. I'm not saying it based on mine. I'm quoting them. They said, one, they're quite territorial when it comes to like women, I guess. And then two, there needs to be some sort of reason why they're coming together, whether it's through like sports or like you're working together to solve a problem or like, et cetera. Like they need to suss each other out to determine if like, this is a friendship like worth pursuing. So okay, it was interesting, like the psychology behind it. Yeah. So what you're saying is like, they have to come together to do something. Why yes. can't it be they want people to travel with? What do don't guys also look for people to travel with? They do, but I think also like I mean, do you know a lot of men who travel together? Just like five men traveling together. I can't name anyone on the top of my head. All my guy friends travel solo or with their significant other or in big mixed gender groups. I mean, bachelor parties <laughs> travel together. Yeah. But I that's there's I like know, a motive. I do know guys. Sorry. Like okay. there's a group from my high school. There's like a group of really close guy friends from my university college. Mm -hmm. They mm, do they just travel together? No, their significant others are always, you know, Around. invited. But yeah. I feel like boys' nights watching sports or like yes. I think sports is just a reason for them to hang out, no? Yeah. But traveling together? Like I think like big commitment I mean, of time together. Yeah. Especially with strangers. But wasn't there a Reddit feed <laughs> that was requesting this too? Do you remember what yeah. it said? Because you found it. Yeah. I mean, they mentioned Asian water women and they're like, oh, is there a group for like Asian men who want to go overseas? And the topic of dating popped up again. Like there's like this very parallel theme of like, oh, I want to like move overseas because my chances of dating are better as like an Asian man. That's like one current theme. And then the second one is just like, around living a better life like having or like moving their family but it's never been like oh i want to connect with other men like you know like for us women we can talk about we can talk shit about like anything <laughs> and then i guess like to them like well i have two data points right so it's not very accurate but <laughs> i guess that's true i don't know any guys who are like oh yeah i specifically want to connect with other men about yes. this thing yeah. <laughs> or whatever it is you know i'm like not yeah. anyone but i just other men of the specific ethnicity as well other yeah. Asian men. maybe because yeah. so many communities are so male dominated anyway mm -hmm. that most people that they find is 
people like them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think you probably have more nomadic male friends than I do. Because I only have like two, honestly. Do they ever bring up like their insecurities of like traveling alone, like loneliness or like what do they talk to you about? Right. Because you're probably a trusted men friend. are inherently lonely. <laughs> I think mean, like <laughs> when you get older. No, this is true. Like yeah, yeah, I read yeah. somewhere there's like stats that as men get older, oh. they have less and less friends. And the average person over like 35 or like 40 is somewhere and, like not even yeah. quite middle age yet have yeah. like only one or two friends. And if you look at my grandpas are definitely way less social than my grandma's. You know, mm-hmm. I think Owen, my husband, is a exception. I think he has a lot of friends and he loves yeah. traveling with them, but not gender based. He's like, I need like a bros trip, you know. Yeah. But do they complain about loneliness? I actually think men being lonely and not being able to reach out to friends mm-hmm. and going through a lot of things themselves and holding it all in and mm-hmm. stuff like that's like literally an epidemic. <laughs> I was going to say pandemic, but it's not right. But bad use of words there. But yeah. I think most guys get really lonely and it's not something that's talked about. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, again, with my two data points, right? Like my two male nomadic friends, like they told me that I am their source of like new connections. I mean, obviously like I have an access, right? For like 1600 amazing women. And for them, they're like, this is great. Like you're a matchmaker. And so, you know, these nomad guy friends come to our events, like whether it's like, you know, mixed gender events or sometimes they'll just come to dinner with us and like just chance upon like this group. But I did realize I was like, oh, like beyond that, like, how do you make friends? And to them, they're like, oh, you know, it's through work. But even then, there's still like a barrier because of the corporate culture in Singapore. You're not really friends. You're always kind of there's always a wall up. Yeah. In Japan, they call it like public and private face. Right. There's still something that you have to show the world. Yeah. So like you sound you look kind of surprised. So like Japanese people, it's part of their inherent culture and they're really proud of it that they have a public and private face. Like it's that's a literal term in translation. And the public facing face is like anything that's not your close people, like within the home Mm. or like friends that you've known for a long time. You have this like public face that's to be expected from everyone in Japan. And people Mm. like it because there's a clear right or wrong to behave and clear things of what to expect from people. And everyone's that person publicly. And then privately, you have like your inner group and Mm -hmm. This makes it really difficult to make friends in Japan. Yeah. You need to be like multiple beers in, for example, to see someone's private face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think whereas like Americans, like one beer in and like, you know, their whole entire life story. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So I was thinking like, because this is still requested, right? I think there's definitely a gap yes. here where there's like some guys who are nomadic who's like, I just want to meet girls. Right. And then like yeah. the girls in our community want to meet guys. And yeah. then what can we do about it here? <laughs> Oh. How can we arbitrage this? <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't have the right solution. But another concern that my male friends brought up too were like, if you think about all these like language learning meetups that are mixed gender, right? Or like these like expat circles or like expat party events, blah, blah, blah. There's it kind of draws in like a certain kind of crowd that is a little bit like sus or a little bit just like icky really? because yeah, like, I mean, you know, like internations, right? A lot of them are like, they just want to party, they just want to drink, or like, they want to meet women, etc. There's a culture to every group. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so here's like, they were just saying like, oh, like, if you were to create an open group, like it needs to be just as curated as like Asian water woman, because I think women, we wouldn't want to go into like a community group where there's like 500 men and just 10 women, right? I don't have the right solution for this, honestly. But it could be that, you know, I know. Actually, I was like, we should create a product 
like I have so many ideas that could come out from Asian. Wait, tell me your idea. Yeah. So one of the things I would like to do is build like almost like a comprehensive app for the community itself. It's almost like membership based. And maybe it's like um, a toolkit where like you can find housing within this app, maybe like share guides within this app, date within this app. And it's only like specifically for like Asian women. I know it's like really niche, but there are apps out there. Within this app. Or, okay. Oh, okay. Let's, well, wait, wait, wait. before we even go into that, let's yeah. recognize that there are many LGBTQ people in our community. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Props to you. <laughs> you know, like we're we're just speaking from we date men our kind perspective. Of perspective, and like the people that we've yeah. heard it from. I actually do think that you know the LGBTQ people that I've talked to in the community, mm-hmm. they haven't you know dated in be- amongst themselves within the community, but yeah. I think they actually find it pretty easy to meet other women as they travel too. Yeah, because. It's so much easier to, I think, open up and Mm -hmm. connect with women, even Mm -hmm. if they're your like sexual interest. So I've traveled with people in our community who have taken me out to like gay nightclubs and it's been really Mm -hmm. fun or like lesbian nightclubs. In fact, that's great because most people just dance and there's like no fear of, I don't know, gross men. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I guess I was speaking from my own perspective. It's good to know that like, people from like the LGBT community also feel like secure and safe and like, yeah, it's good. But yeah, I mean, I guess like the app itself would just kind of be like an entire toolkit. We have so many resources floating around the community. If I could just consolidate it in like one simple app, that would be really great because actually like in Singapore, there are Muslim apps specific for like finding halal food, right. Or like finding places to stay, like certain things to do. So I still feel like for our community, we could build something similar. I mean, first question, like, how would people date on this app if we don't let men? Oh, yeah. I haven't gone too far, but I mean, <laughs> yes, like, only men. Asian women, but <laughs> how are they going to date? Some certain, like, bells and whistles for Asian women only, but, like, the dating itself. I don't know. We could do, like, an API integration, something like that. Man. Yeah. I mean, anyone who's like listening in here, you know, if you have like a group of men yeah. who want access, you know, we're taking sponsorships for our newsletter. <laughs> or we could do like Indian matchmaking, Asian Wonder Woman matchmaking, literally. Like, yeah. We have so many profiles. But we need to curate this like group of men, you know? But yeah, like when we we're just talking about it, I was like, what should we call it? <laughs> like, we're AWW. What's AMM? Yeah. I'm like, Asian moving men. <laughs> that moving sounds like men. they're like movers, like furniture movers. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, another, it's synonymous with wandering, macho, man, just kidding, meandering, meandering, Asian meandering men. It's really long, though. It kind of doesn't really roll off the tongue. Asian missing men. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) We don't want them to go missing. Asian. I mean, it gives me the same synonyms, right? It's kind of like you're wandering, you're lost, you're missing. But it seems like we need to like go to the police report. Yeah. Like um, he's missing. Uh, okay, well, wait, come up we- with different names. But yeah, I think like mm-hmm. an idea of like what we can do is like I was thinking like why does it need to be an app or anything? Yeah. So today I w- I just set up find my friends with one of my mm-hmm. friends here in SF, and I'm like that would actually really be cool if we can like have this thing where it has to be like semi secure. I guess so that not everyone has access to this, but only like when you turn it on to like look at who else is in the community is like nearby. Yeah. I think that would be um, really cool because we have like such yeah. great communities in like Taiwan, Singapore, San Francisco, New York, Toronto. Like those are major cities. Actually, we've just had meetups in like Seoul too. Seoul. Oh, really? Tokyo. Oh my 
yeah, Bali. It's like Mm. really happening. But I think a lot of people in the community don't even know that these meetups are happening because they're planned within the chats and they happen so fast because it makes sense. Like if you want to meet up, people are like, oh, is anyone free this Thursday or like next Sunday? And like you don't really have time to like make an event or anything of it. So if you're listening, just like join the chat rooms. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's a great feature. Like almost like a live feed. Like let's say like you are following a certain country or a certain city. It's like a live feed of all the things that are happening. And like you can collectively just like pop in and out. The Facebook channels are a bit chaotic, I would say. If I'm not in the city, I'm not really watching it anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been great. Like watching people coordinate things. Would you ever want to do like more gender mixed events in the future? I don't know where to access men. Or is it like... It's like friends of all, we'll and they will come because we're like, hey, we'll have a <laughs> like, <laughs> like the mating call. <laughs> so, one of the things we did in Singapore, like it was just like honestly like a fun idea of having a mixed dating event, which it was like if you're a woman, you bring a guy friend, and if you are a male, like you bring a friend. It's just basically like bring a friend of the opposite sex that you would not date to this event, and it like turned out pretty tribute. well. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But it worked out pretty well. Like 40 of us showed up and a couple actually, they're still dating from that event. Yeah. One success story out of not many. Okay. (laughs) I like that. We can do that in San Francisco. I have a few single girlfriends who I think would, most of my girlfriends in San Francisco are definitely in couples, but yeah. yeah. Right? It's a so, good like Valentine's Day kind of event. Like bring your most eligible bachelor friend. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> come to this event for yeah. your fellow Asian Wonder Woman sisters. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. I think there's a little bit more credibility, a little bit more like verification, just knowing yeah. that this person kind of runs in this similar circle or like sphere. So I don't think it's like a terrible idea. In San Francisco, like I think people need that. Just dating apps are terrible. I think it could be pretty fun. I don't know. <laughs> oh, dating apps? dating apps? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a longer story. But I mean, I've been like, yeah, it's been interesting. But yeah, I mean, going back to this topic of like creating a community for men, I think it's kind of on the back burner for now. I think maybe a like more collaborative, like gender mixed events is probably the direction I could see us going rather than like We don't even know how to create this community. Like we can't be the manager of it, right? Like let's talk about, you know, like just within our community, whenever we've had men try to enter and right. And we just like decline. We're like, this is only for women. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some guys were like lurking in there for like months. Really? There's like one guy. There's like one guy, just one guy. And then someone like flagged him and I was like, we kicked him out. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, like, I think made a really conscious decision from early on Mm -hmm. to keep it just women. Because I think people make it, like, how do you think the dynamic changes? Do you think women are just more outspoken when there's definitely no men around? They ask questions. They connect. It's like a safe space. It's like holding space for these people. Yeah. I kind of almost feel like the dynamic will definitely change. It's almost like speaking to your sister rather than speaking to your brother. There's just, like, female things or just gender things that I don't know I just feel like I could not discuss that if I had a brother than with my sister and also maybe it's just like you don't want to be mansplained certain things right like you don't really want their opinion on certain things and you'd rather like rely on like other women to explain things yeah I would never create this group to be like mixed gender though specifically Asian water woman I don't think we would ever like let people in that weren't right like associating but the idea of the counterpart is still like pretty important 
I mean, there's like so many like subtle Asian dating, subtle Asian travel, like subtle Asian women. Yeah, like, so many right? yeah. 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 What do you think makes Asian Wonder Woman unique compared to all the subtle Asian Facebook groups? I think we're so niche. Like, I think we're small enough where like connections are actually made. Even in Taiwan, like people are hanging out. Like one girl's having her birthday party and she invited like 10 Wonder Women. Like it's kind of insane. This just, yeah. Like I think there's the genuineness and like authenticity of being a smaller community and like meeting people almost not from like a non-professional standpoint, but from a perspective of like a shared interest, which is travel. And you meet as equals rather than like, oh, you know, you're hiring for a job and like, I want to like network with you or impress you. It's more of like, mm-hmm. we are all equals and we meet as like friends first rather than I need something from you. Yeah. Do you feel that oh, way? Yeah. Well, we're all just trying to talk about like how to build a better life that's for ourselves and how to like design it. How do we achieve that kind of freedom no matter yeah. what you do as your career? But like to even be able to think about that. I think about this a lot. Like, how are we different from like girls love travel, like just pure travel groups or female nomads or mm. like subtle Asian anything or Asian hustle network, etc. Like we've really yeah. managed to curate this community of women who are incredibly smart, well-traveled, worldly and like career oriented. And like just I see myself in like every single person. And it's like, is this trait of adventure seeking, freedom seeking, so dominant. And that's what brings together all of the, like the same type of people. I don't know. What do you think? I think so. Cause I mean, like subtle Asian travel, a lot of them are just like traveling for vacation, right? Or like they're like, I think the theme in tra- subtle Asian travel is like a lot of them are a lot younger, like traveling after like their graduation or like going on a I'm like a, they one have month. Thing. Yeah, I know, right? I feel like a lot of them are Gen Z, to be honest. But I think this community itself, again, they're like growing with us because. I would say like the first 200 were probably like our friends friends, or like our second degree connections. Yeah. And I will say that maybe a lot of them came from like the Bay Area. So again, there are certain traits of like working in tech, working at a startup and then, you know, becoming entrepreneurial and like doing your own business. So I think it's a community that's like growing with us that just like vibe with us. But I, I can't, I don't really know what like ties us together, right? Like the value, I guess it's just like the value of like the people in the community. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, I know yeah. what the, what ties yeah. us together. It's like these things, these similar interests, but mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, how did we draw like the same type of person? You know, like everyone who posts uh, an introduction, I'm like, wow, yeah. you're so smart and you're so cool. <laughs> you know, I'm like, wow. <laughs> you don't see huh. that in other communities and like mm-hmm. not like people talk about themselves oh my gosh like this girl who owns like an airbnb in a surf school in like nicaragua right yeah, yeah. and then there's like people who are artists and comic book who quit their jobs in silicon valley to like go be an artist in new york or to be a comic yeah. writer. and there's lawyers and doctors and nurses and like phd students etc mm-hmm. like everyone's so highly educated and doing just such cool stuff and the experiences that they have it just makes them so like multi-layered versus when yeah. i'm in other communities all i get is like hi i'm from here yeah. this place i'm coming here for a few days etc like that's kind of the introduction or like i'm interested in these hobbies and like mm. it's like this dynamic and i think from the beginning we try to share like examples of like good introductions and like hashtag introductions yeah. like we made our introductions based on here's what we think is coolest about us actually that mm-hmm. just talking about this leads me to conclude that like it's about what you think is cool about you and what you oh. like about you. and yeah. what we like about us 
is the same. Yeah. <laughs> what I like about me, I think, is the same thing that you like about you. And that's yeah. what brings us together. Yeah. And like, I mean, you've seen it in the meme, right? But it's like, I don't know where I found this. I probably TikTok, but like having the audacity to like myself, right? Having the audacity to do the things that I right, want to do. Are you talking about the Michelle? Yes. <laughs> like the, the I created one. that meme. Yeah. You made that meme? Yeah. I made that meme. Oh yeah. my gosh. I'm so proud of you. I like sent it to like beta camp people. Right? People. Oh I'm my like, gosh. Look at how cool this meme is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start it. We'll like make it go viral. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh my God, like, I love having it. the audacity to not do what people think that you should like what you thought your life should look like to have audacity to plan out your own life no matter what yeah. that looks like that's what i like about me it's what i like about you it's what i like about a lot of the girls in the group and like each one is on their own journeys but i know like whether that's like just an inkling of maybe that's just a thought in their mind right now they're still at the nine to five and yeah maybe their audacity to pursue their dreams isn't even to like be fully nomadic and that's still fine right they're in this group because they're like wow like there's people here doing amazing things that like I didn't even think was possible and I don't think they didn't even think like we didn't even think what we're doing now is possible yeah yeah it's kind of insane because like I met someone who was like very far removed from this community but she was also just interested in like what we were doing and like just interested in like the types of personas we had in our group and then in my head I was like I was like oh yeah like it's totally fine like a bunch of us just like quit our jobs and like we like build our own businesses blah 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 and then I realized I was like oh my gosh I was like this concept of like being location independent like building your own ventures it's very normalized now like in my head like I'm almost like oh yeah. like everyone is so similar and like we're very daring I don't think it's like a novel idea anymore like it's like these are just the people I literally hang out with and talk to all the time and so talking to someone like her I was like oh I was like wait hold up I was like you're not I mean, there's no wrong or right, but it was just like, we're in such different mindsets. So that was like a big new thing for me. I was like, wow, I was like, yeah. I've changed. <laughs> I was at this like weekend retreat two weeks yeah. ago now. And I was with a girl who travels and I, both of them are yeah. in our community now. One's like a traveling nurse and one mm -hmm. works in communications in big tech at like Intuit and is quitting her job to become like a coach. But like none of them knew anything about business. And like everyone in here, if you're trying to be nomadic and trying to be a freelancer, you become this like one person business, in which case you actually have to think about taxes and like <laughs> travel visas. And if you want to go places like when you can be anywhere and do anything, like what does that look like? And you immediately start thinking about it from, I think, a business perspective, you just support yourself and have that be able to support mm -hmm. the life that you want. But yeah, the two of them didn't know like, don't keep track of like, let's say SVB that happened. Um, Actually, I don't yeah. know what this episode will probably go out much later, but SVB just happened last week and they didn't know yeah. like what that actually meant. And like, for me, it was like, yeah, everyone that I hang out with, it's like, we think about things are so different. And I'm surprised when I talk to people that they don't think about the same things as me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, again, it's like the whole like birds of a feather flock together. So yeah, I guess like when you're an entrepreneur, like you're building your own thing, a lot of the concepts and ideas are like going to be around the same. But if you don't have that lifestyle, your concerns are different. And it's around like, I don't know, like mowing the grass or maintaining your house. I don't know. It's like yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> but, we, we don't know. We don't, we don't know what that's like. I, yeah. I, I, just, like, <laughs> second, I'm like, oh, I have to buy furniture maybe in Lisbon. I'm like, that seems so oh, yeah. high commitment. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to think about this um, stuff. Like, I don't want to think about this stuff. Oh my <laughs> um, God. Yeah. Different problems, but definitely like if you're around people who dream really big, that just inspires mm -hmm. you to dream big too. Right. Yeah. Like, well, things should be normalized. Like ambitious goals should be super normalized. That's what we talk about all the time at my company of like giving kids 
the expectations that they can achieve something big, then they believe that they can too. And so if you're around people that inspire you, you will believe that you can too. Yeah. I think that's a, actually like a really good way to like end the episode with these like inspiring words. I feel very invigorated by this chat. I was yeah, like, I feel like we like went in a circle a little bit. I'm yeah. like, what are we talking about? Like, why are we? Because it's a bit on my mind, right? I'm like, how did we yeah. build such a great community? Like, pat on our backs. We, <laughs> <laughs> we're holding the world on our we shoulders. So cool. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, well, amazing. We just like shouted out so many things. Join our community. If you don't have Facebook, like. If you're a Gen Z listening to this, sign up for the newsletter. You'll find all of the information anyway. And that'll all be in the description. Perfect. Thank you guys. Bye, Emily. Bye. I'm the baddest chick. Time not a sick. I'm about my business.